The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of myself and my guests and do not reflect those of the Walt Disney Company or anyone else's employers. At the 11th hour, ABC decided to change up the voices. Um, I'd already seen the pilot and I had fallen in love. Like, the most cute, like, my heart hurts, this is so cute show. So I'm like, yes, use anything. And then they did their due diligence and auditioned for, like, three months and then came back and said, no, you were right. And a year later, the producers told me that they couldn't find the same warmth from anyone else. So. Hey, you take that. Come on. See? Yeah. And they were right. They're correct. Dave? Yeah. How did you get this? Well, <laughs> I, I was walking out of a lift, and someone, was walking, someone I knew was walking into the lift, and they said, I know someone who's making a show about a cartoon dog family. Maybe you'd want to be the dad voice. And I was like, I can't act. I can't do that. And he said, can you read? I said, well, <laughs> I can read a bit. <laughs> and so they gave me, you know, a script with highlighted bits of where I've got to say stuff. So I started reading and, and we just kept going. And, and then we sort of had done a pilot. And then I thought, oh, this will be nice. This will be on YouTube as some sort of one-off, you know, short animation. And then here we are. Yeah. Bigger than the Beatles. <laughs> yeah, Bluey is bigger than the Beatles, yeah. And have you guys, you were telling me backstage, you just met each other. Uh, Two days ago? Two days ago. The first time. But, so, uh, I'm sorry, uh, how? So, we record separately. Yeah. Um, we live in different cities and I travel a lot for work. Yeah. So, this was the first time. How cool it is that? Was, it was wild. I know, I thought it would be all of us sitting around a table, you know, like in the movies when they're making a TV show. <laughs> yeah. And everyone's sitting around the table with coffee and salads and rolls and stuff. But... <laughs> Yeah. We're just isolated in our in our booths. Yeah. yeah. So now you, but you, you have you have young kids. What do they think of uh, their dad voicing uh, Bandit? They love it. Rose and Grace. They're, they're now uh, she's Grace is almost nine and Rose is eleven. They love it. They were confused when the first when it first came on TV because they look at the TV and Bandit speaking and look at me and look at the TV and like. How, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, it's so hard to it's, tell it's, kids it's this what... connection, isn't it? Yeah, it's wild. Because yeah, but... now, uh, when you talk, all I see is the cartoon. I know, it's weird when parents say, come and meet my kid, like, they love the show. I'm like, oh, don't, they normally burst into tears. Because <laughs> <laughs> they think I've, just... like, eaten Bandit and his voice is coming out. <laughs> they don't understand it, yeah. And they go and do the voice. But, hey, but how you, you doing? you really just sound like oh, Bandit. he's doing the voice! Yeah. Oh, my God, he's doing the, the voice! That is my voice, yeah. Uh, uh, I should also mention, by the way, uh, Bluey's Big Play is a, uh, is a show, a live sh Bluey show that was just at Madison Square Garden that I just missed. I'm like, oh, my gosh. But I'm sure it'll come back around. But it's a giant phenomenon now, Bluey. In fact, also, it is a balloon in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yeah. Now, is that a big... Do you know what that is in Australia? Well, it or was explained to me from friends in L.A., just, like, how monumental that is. Uh, because I was like, oh, we have some float in a yeah, parade. Yeah. There's a balloon somewhere. Thanksgiving. It's a is massive it a thing? deal. And people are like, it's Jeez, a right? thing. It's a massive deal yeah. to have a, a balloon. Yeah, you have a bluey balloon. That's so cool. Hello and welcome to another episode of the podcast without a cool acronym. The podcast where we review Disney television animation shows, but sometimes we review shows that aren't technically produced by Disney. They're actually produced in Australia, um, but they're aired on Disney in America. 
And I'm pretty sure Disney pulled the strings to get Bluey in the Thanksgiving parade. So um, good for them. Yes, that's, that's nice. good. Um, now they just that, need to that sell mean, merch. I will, say, I will say that balloon looks amazing. That's so cool. Um, <laughs> now we just need merch in the parks. I don't know why they haven't gotten on Absolutely. that yet. Wait, we uh, need a Bluey show to replace the current Disney Junior shows at a uh, California Adventure in Hollywood Studios. Yeah. Um, so really quick, let me go through and introduce everyone as usual, and then we can keep talking about that. Um, joining me today, we have Matt Lavalser. Can we get the bill, please? <laughs> Miranda? Oh, can we get the bill? Miranda, inside <laughs> voice. <laughs> oh, can we get the bill? <laughs> Scott Sandler? I've changed the rules to pass the podcast again. Uh, <laughs> this isn't the 80s, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> and Tyler Green. Did it, did it. Yeah, so uh, I, I picked a good time to do this episode, although, of course, it's late again because I've just had so much going on. Uh, last uh, that's okay. I, my, my, it, my it, show's got, just it got better timing the later it got. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Because, of course, this week is Thanksgiving and Bluey is going to be in the Thanksgiving parade. And actually, last night, as we're recording this, we were originally going to record last night, but we pushed it um, to today. Um, Dave McCormack and Melanie Zanidi were actually on um, on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. And that was so cool to, to actually see them on that. Um, I, I played a clip from the um from that actual um segment at the at the top of the show before the the theme song um, yeah i was just watching it earlier too and it's really sweet i mean i'm not exactly it. the biggest fallon fan but you know no, i'm not credit where, where credit's due it's great to see that that bandit and shilly have finally met up with each other after yes. notably never being in the room recording with each other at all yes it's just it's so, God, so sweet. complete irony in that. <laughs> the, the official Bluey account has been awesome these last couple of weeks. They they um they posted a thing where um Bluey was actually taking a selfie in front of the Statue of Liberty, which is cool. Yeah. Oh, th th here's the thing about that. They did a version of that where it was the human Statue of Liberty, and then people were, I guess, people were like one person complained about the inconsistency or just the universe, the universal implications of that. And they changed it to a dog Statue of Liberty, yeah. which give us the real Statue of Liberty, you cowards! <laughs> Make the give us the post-apocalyptic dog war. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I just wish Bingo could get, got had the chance to go with her. Oh God! They could have done a they could have done a balloon they could have done a balloon where Bluey and Bingo are holding hands with each other. Yeah. Oh, that, that would have been perfect. Yeah, it was so, right there. Yeah, because apparently the story is that you know Bingo is staying with Nat with Chris back in Australia while you know Bandit and Chili are taking Bluey to America to be part of the parade. I... Oh, that's bullshit. I'm, I'm yeah, looking I mean, at I, the art. But yeah, they they kept the old one up, but they updated it with because they're like, oh yeah, it should be a dog. You're right. <laughs> oh well, the lore. Uh, I, I like the fact that Bingo was offered it? to go, but decided not to because it was Leela because something with Leela, and she's like, "I can't abandon my best friend." So you yeah. guys just go over Yeah, because yeah. I'm a. Uh, that, that is cute. Yeah, because yeah, there's. I say that because like, you know, there's a they, one of the posts is like a postcard that Bluey has sent to Bingo. Yes, and um, it it reminds me of um, when Futurama. Uh, one up the uh, the pun 
the parody Planet of the Apes, but it was all these different and um evolved animal societies that collapsed. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> and um so of course the other thing that's happening is Blue's Big Play is going on tour. And um as we were waiting to record this up ep- record this episode, I was like, you know what? Screw it. I am buying a ticket to go see that. So I'm going to go see that. And what's Lucky. funny is I I just went to go see Hamilton on Saturday night. I actually paid more for this ticket than I paid for two tickets to go see Hamilton. But we also bought merch at Hamilton, specifically my mom bought merch, so we still paid more than I'm going to pay to go see this, so. Well, yes. Well, then again, the show's like seven years old by this point, so I guess the tickets are a little bit cheaper than you'd expect. God, it's that old? Yep, it, it opened on Broadway in August, it opened on Broadway in August of 2015. Well, remember, Pence oh. was, did, bo- I saw it. Pence was booed um, at a showing before the 2016 election. Oh, it was that's after right. 2016 election. It was oh, after. Yeah, it was after. It was like a couple days after. But even so, that's almost six years ago itself. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, but I actually only paid um ten dollars per ticket for Hamilton because I won the um the Ham for Ham lottery because they do a lottery on the app where you can win tickets for ten dollars because it's one Alexander yes. Hamilton. So. Yep. That was that was that that was not how I saw it specifically, but I also paid ten dollars because I saw it when it was off Broadway, but with the original cast because it was like oh, that transitional cool. period between the public and when it was uh, put properly on Broadway. So the entire original cast was there, but I saw it as a school field trip. So I got yeah, um, ten dollars. Wait, uh, wait, 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 and as we wait. get into with this episode, I'm sure there is a Hamilton connection with. Yes, wait, yes, wait, sir. Oh, Miranda, yes. Miranda, I gotta ask one question regarding King George. Ryan Darcy James or Jonathan Groff? Uh, the one I saw with was John Groff. We got to interview the cast and everything, and I yeah. have pictures with all of them. Yeah, because Brian Darcy James was the original King George III, but then he got the chance to do something rotten, and that's when Jonathan Groff came in. Yeah, like I said, I had I had gotten to see it when the tra- when the uh, transition between the public and Broadway was happening. So it was the entire Broadway yeah, original yeah. cast. It was just still at the public. Cool. Um, oh, such such a good show! It's amazing. Yes, it is. Um, speaking speaking of, of good shows, speaking of good shows, Bluey. Yes. Although, although I, I feel like I, I feel like we can't. I, I feel like we can't move forward until we talk about the other thing that we probably want to talk about, which is the huge news that came out this weekend. <laughs> Ooh, yes. We <laughs> cannot wait to see all the tea that gets spilled in the coming weeks about. The the big shakeup at Disney with Bob Chapek getting fired. Good literally getting fired. Riddance. Literally Good getting Bob fired Chapek. right before he was supposed to go out on stage at the Elton John concert that was happening. They're like, yeah, no, you're not going out there because you're fired. Bye. <laughs> That's that is how he found out, which is so so it, funny. It just makes it so so much. Oh my sweeter. god! Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I swear to God, just the absolute sorry, honey, the absolute your term. disrespect for Chapek down the line is just so yes. wonderful. And, and he couldn't oh, even he it. couldn't even go to Elton John. Yeah, I swear to I swear to God, my my legitimate reaction was to share that one clip from the Family Matters goes to Disney World video Tony put out a few years ago. You know which one I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, I, th- yeah. I think he used it in his uh, State of the Parks. No, he just uh, used the uh, Cool in the Gang celebration, not the... Yes! Yeah. Yeah, he used the Cool in the Gang, not his uh, Family Matters version. Oh, uh, yeah. 
Oops, sorry. So, uh, so yeah, and and I love how Matt Braley was like, literally the entire animation industry is is so happy that this man is gone. And and like we're not trying to stan Iger, but he's just no. so much the better option. I yeah. think he's a way better like leader. Two evils in this case. Yeah, he's At a least... way better leader. He actually understands that you know, hey, there's actually people that make all this stuff, and he actually cares about the cast members, at least way oh, more than JPEG. And plus, plus, at least Bob Iger's not a soulless conservative. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Mm-hmm. See, here's the thing. It's like how I feel with Kevin Feige. It's not that Kevin Feige's good, it's just that everyone else is so worse that Kevin Feige <laughs> ends up looking good by comparison. You know, the one thing the one thing that does suck about, you know, the, the, the Iger news is that, you know, as nice as it is to have him back, JPEG has still done a lot of damage. Like, Blue Sky is probably not going to come back. Heard rumors yeah. that they are planning to bring it back. That's what I've heard on Twitter. Ooh, really? They, they, I've heard, I just saw this thing. It's like, you know, rumor. Disney's planning to bring back Blue Sky. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. And, and at least Nimona's getting on Netflix now, so that's great. Yes, I'm so excited nice. about that. Um, but we should probably move on to Bluey. Mm-hmm. So, of course, we've yes. already talked about the show a couple times before, and we're kind of going to do the same format where we just talk about random episodes. Most of them will be from Season 3, but um, there's going to be a couple others that we'll talk about just because we haven't mentioned them yet. So, um, Anyone have any, any of them they want to start with? If I may, I'd like to share my history with the show because I... Oh, yes. Go right ahead. Yeah. Well, um, my history with the show is that... Um, I actually found out about it through the two episodes that of this podcast that have were devoted to Bluey. Yes. But, but I never got around another to Another convert. Let's go. Yeah, another yeah. convert. All hail our Lord and Savior Bluey. Bluey Christine Woo! Healer. All hail our Lord and Savior yeah. Bluey Christine Healer. Anyways, I'm uh but I never got around to actually watching the show until um earlier this year I went to Clearwater for a weekend to see my uh and I got to go to Clearwater. And so I was just, you know, watching Disney Channel on the hotel, just waiting for for us to get going and do stuff. And wouldn't you know it, I ended up, you know, watching Bluey. So what, what, what episode was it specifically? Well, the, well, I, I'm very glad you asked, Tyler, because the very I'm I'm positive this was the very first one I saw, but I'm not sure if it was. But I'm, I, it's the one I have the most memories of seeing first, and that episode is called Pirates. Oh yes, that's uh, a good one. That's a good that's one. A, that's a really underrated one too. Yes, it's um uh, the episode involves um Bluey and Bingo and Missy, who is one of Bingo's friends from Kindy. They're on a hammock and they're playing a pirate adventure that Chili's narrating and Bandit is like, you know, moving the ship around and uh pretending to be a whale. And the thing is, it's an all, it's about an episode about dealing with fear because Missy, you know, she's a little bit scared of the of the rough seas and the whale and everything, and Bandit ends up and Bandit ends up becoming scared of uh, you know, making uh, you know, making the whale noises in front of another father. And the episode involved. The episode is basically about the two of them coming to terms with their fears and learning to overcome them. Which Bandit shouldn't be afraid of that. I mean, I, I get was going to say like, he was a little out of character for Bandit, given the other stuff he's done in the past. Mm-hmm. Like if some if some asshole is going to judge him for playing with his kids, that's on them. Exactly. Kind of like kind of like I'm Wendy willing to I'm willing to think seasons. that because of the oh sorry I didn't hear. Oh, I said, I said, kind of like Wendy in earlier seasons, but Wendy's gotten a lot better. Yes, exactly. Yes, Wendy redemption yeah. arc. Yes, Wendy, Wendy redemption, redemption arc, arc. Judah redemption I arc, Muffin redemption arc. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> like, yeah, I was willing to bet that it was because, like, it was an unfamiliar parent. Like, I'm willing to excuse that out of character bit as, like, okay, yeah. he doesn't know that parent the way he knows his neighbors. His neighbors expect him to be playing with Billy and Bingo. Even the people they pass on the street are people that he sees all the time. I'm willing to believe that Bandit got a little bit of stage fright because this is someone unfamiliar. Yeah, I don't... It's, yeah, yeah I, I mean, that happens. Yeah, I don't think I recognize that he, particular he was, character. He, I mean, I'm thinking of the episode um, Promises where... Um, Louie kind of tricks um, Bandit into playing toddlers with them at the library, and he's <laughs> oh, walking yes. on his knees asking someone for a book in, in like, like... In May like want books for big boys. <laughs> which funny, which interesting and I'm like, he doesn't know that. everyone there. Which, interesting tidbit, by the way, two of the people that he that he talks to in that specific scene are the hosts of another Bluey podcast called Gotta Be Done. Oh, yes, I've heard of that podcast. Yeah, it's pretty good. I've checked out an episode here and there. Nice. <laughs> yes. And, uh... There's a couple of different Blue podcasts. Um, I think the other one that I that I saw was uh, Two Bandits Talking About Bluey. That was the Ooh, other yeah, one. That was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. So, About time we get the dad's it, perspective on everything. If you guys happen to be listening, hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hello. And nice to meet some fellow Bluey, Bluey fans. Crew, if anyone from the Bluey crew or cast happens to be listening, hi, you guys are awesome. Hello. We love you. <laughs> I want to work for your show one day. Yes, we all love you. You'd be, you'd be perfect for it, too. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So I guess we should mention, too, there was there was a new batch of episodes released a couple months back so yes and i think there's one more to come out because there's still a bunch of still a couple teasers oh. for episodes we haven't seen yet so. oh my well, well oh, yeah okay. it, it, it was basically a half season drop because the other two yeah. seasons yeah. have been like 52 episodes and this guys only... guys I, I mean i i i remember seeing like you know i think i, I think i must have shared this in the discord or something but we, I, I, I think we got a hint as to what the season three finale is going to be. Oh, I think I know. Yeah, I know what it is. I know. I yeah. Can I say it, Chandler? Can I say it, Chandler? Please. <laughs> yes, go for it. Rad and Frisky are getting married. Yes. Getting. I, I mean, that's kind of that's kind of common knowledge in the Bluey fan- fandom that that episode may or may not be happening at this point. So, with yeah, them leaning I... towards May. Yeah, because you know, a Chris, uh, Christmas swim implied that you know after the events of Double Babysitter, Rat and Frisky decided like you know maybe we should give maybe we should give this dating thing a try. So you know they and do they a, did, and they're a wholesome couple. Yeah, because the because they facey talk with them from like you know the beach, like you know you know oh Bartleby, don't be nervous about being uh, part of the family. Like you know, you know I'm 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 adjusting being part of the family as well, and so maybe you'll like it too. I mean, that kind of implies that she's already married to him, which. It's like a hell of a time skip, I gotta say. But you know, um, I guess I guess we'll see how this finale plays out. Yeah, because like, really you think, know, yeah, the, the, yeah, the, I really think it's gonna be like a hell of a tearjerker. I yeah, because the teaser picture they showed was like I'm um, a uh, you know the 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 girls in like you know these wedding outfits. Like you know, I yes, think yes, that's so cute. Uh, I forget who was the flower girl. It was either Bingo or Socks or someone. I'm not sure who oh, the flower girl was supposed to be. Oh, I don't know. I gotta yeah. look that up. But anyways, they're all they're all, all the girls are in wedding costumes, so I think it's a safe bet that they're going to do Rad and Frisky's wedding. Yes, I can't wait. All right. So, what episode do you guys want to start out with? 
the band episodes? Ooh, yes. Uh, um, so so yeah. one of them actually did finally um, finally get aired on Disney Plus and presumably on Disney Junior, and that is Family Meeting. Oh, the fluffy episode. Yeah, I'm just gonna say it. I, you know, censorship and all, like banning like episodes of Bluey is, you know, I I can I don't understand it, but at the same time. They really didn't have to make big a, as big a deal as a mid episode of this as they should have. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's not, it's not, it's, a, especially a when bad especially episode. when they can't even handle the euphemism of it all. It's not even a bad bluey episode. It's just it's okay. Not a great episode in general. It's just mid. It's a very meh episode. I just wanted it to be on the app for principal reasons. I don't actually think I would watch it that much if I was doing like a, a greatest hits of Bluey. But I just think it's kind of ridiculous that like all these like Disney Channel episodes of of shows that I've seen before on the network have things way worse and grosser than this. But like this is where they draw the line. This is where they take off the episode. On principle, I find that offensive. But I'm not actually. Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon had the fucking Harvey Danger episode with the zip popping. God. Oh, I think we are all that that that's okay, but God forbid, God for fucking bid, you mentioned farting on an episode of Bluey for a show for preschoolers. Fluffy all the time, anyway. Well, I mean, we know what they mean. Meanwhile, they have done a couple of fart jokes on Phineas and Ferb. There's only like two I can think of. There's like. One where it's um uh, where it's the squirrel breaks wind and the other one I forget which one but it's like Candace does it and it's like um it's like okay that was there and it's fine whatever but here apparently it's an issue and we can't we can't do it. It's a sad sad day when dis when the censors at Disney are less reasonable than the censors at the freaking FCC. Huh. Mm-hmm. God damn. It's a pain situation. Well, they never actually like do the the sound effect or anything. It's always done off screen. Mm-hmm. Well, there are two it, episodes where where there are two episodes where you hear the fart noise right on screen. Uh, um, teasing and Daddy Robot. Which speaking Daddy, of, they Daddy Robot, there wasn't an issue. Teasing again? Yeah, it still airs on Disney Junior. Basically, I'm uh, the scene like you know at the end where they're doing the montage of like you know I'm uh. Um, uh, you know, all the times that Louie and Bingo have gotten back at Bandit for teasing them. You know, oh, yeah. When the name changed, it's like, you know, oh, he, he calls him Sherland and Dennis. And originally, they called him, I'm, I, I'm, I hate to say it, but they called him Ooga Booga, which, is, which came under fire for being, like, you know, a racist term for, like, the, the First Nations people of Australia. So they which redubbed it. Understandable. I, I do get yes. that. So they, so they redubbed it, so they call him Shuby Duwa instead. And so that episode's back on the rotation on TV, but not on Disney Plus I think, yet. I think that's better because it's just sillier. And it just yeah. and it just fits Bluey and Bingo entirely. So like that that that's a change I think that actually makes sense. Well yeah. Also, we should mention that that we also got the episode Smoochie Kiss early. That episode originally came out with the season three B lineup, but it's bundled with season three A on Disney Plus. I, mm. I I understand that. I was I was thinking maybe it was an apology. Like we're Probably. sorry, 
censoring. Here's another episode that we probably would have censored, but you can have it for. <laughs> it's so funny that it's that, like, that probably you know, explains so... why it's a twenty-seven. Why they 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 release the twenty-six half, then bring back the fluffing episode that makes it to twenty-seven, and we're still in the wait for the three B. You know, I would I would argue that that smoochy kiss is a little more raunchier than than uh than family meeting because you have like the joke where Bandit accidentally pees on his foot and is washing it in the in the sink where they wash the clothes. Yeah, we're sorry for getting mad about the fluffy one. Here's the much grosser one. <laughs> you can have that as our apology for uh, censoring your little dog. And the funny, and the funny thing is, is that. Smoochy Kiss is just a much better episode because oh. yeah yeah uh, yeah I just I just like that one much I just want like that one a lot better quite frankly yeah. I I love the blase reactions to like you know Bandit and Chili have to Louis off all, listing off all the gross things he does he like you know um, you know he eats his own gravy stains true his armpits are stinky correct his nose is hairy very hairy he does fluffies stinky fluffies and he peed on his own butt. Yep, and he peed on his you own butt. Also, oh, that's a new one. No, it's not actually. <laughs> also, the subplot of Chili trying to kiss Bandit is just so hilarious. Yeah, she does the Metal Gear Solid thing at one point. When at one point she goes all fucking Metal Gear Solid on Bingo because she's hiding in the box. That's yeah, so good. I, I, oh my god. I don't think I don't think it was supposed to be a Metal Gear Solid reference, but you never know. I they maybe someone on the crew was a fan. I don't know. Well, we have the Undertale doll. Uh, we have Sans Undertale in a couple episodes, so... Yes. Third All right, so what other, what other episodes about. you guys want to talk about? Hey, before we talk about another episode, do we actually know why they dropped, like, 10-ish episodes? Like, in, instead of doing uh, 3A and 3B, it's now 3A, 3B, 3C? Hmm. I think what it was was that they uploaded those episodes early because there was some rumor going around that because... The kids who play Bluey and Bingo are getting older that they're going to have to cancel it, which, if the show's making this much money, they're not going to cancel it. Oh, no, 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 no. I think they just... No, of course not. I mean, Gumball recast its lead characters several times. How many times has Lincoln Loud been recast? Like, four? Mm -hmm. And there's a live-action version? And and Clyde at this point. Clyde is right up up there with him. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, even if like worst comes to worst, if they didn't want to recast and the and the kids were still willing to do it, they could just keep aging Bluey and Bingo. They've shown that they're aging in real time ish. I mean, they, I mean, they really should. That would be like the 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 right way to take it. But at the same time, you know, I'm kind of worried that you know, since it's like initially a show for preschoolers, that it's gonna be hard for you know newer viewers to relate to it. But at the same time, you know, you have kids growing up with the show, and Bluey and Bingo are growing up alongside them. Plus, you still have oh. Muffin and Fox, who would be those ages as the girls got older. Yeah, give them give them a spinoff. I, I was so. just talking with with a mom, I, um, a mom this morning that had put on Bluey for herself, and yeah, yeah, so a lot of parents are doing that now. Uh, like I, I follow uh, the Indies Mum Indies Mums Dank Stash Facebook group, which is basically a Bluey Facebook group for stoners, and a, a lot of there's a lot of parents in there, and they just straight up admit that when their kids go to sleep, they're watching Bluey by themselves. Eat that, Chapek. Yeah, 
animation is for kids. Then explain this, points there's, to the bleep fandom. There's literally a group of stoner This is why you got canned. <laughs> I, I was going to bring up uh, Born Yesterday. Which oh, that's me, a good one. Yeah. Hello, I was born yesterday. It's, Hello, Stool. It, it, <laughs> it's a very good refresh of the, the Easy Amnesia episodes. Like, obviously, he wasn't literal, but it, it plays into all that sort of thing. But like even more extremely, but without actually having repercussions. Yeah, I mean, this is kind of one of the more lighthearted band- bandit humiliation episodes where, you know, he's 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 in on the joke and he's actually having fun with, you know, playing ignorant to everything going on, and I kind of love that. He just steals Pat's food. <laughs> yeah, Pat. Yeah, Pat really gets the short end of the stick in these episodes too. I'm finding out. <laughs> And well, the, well, that's like, what he gets for trying to get the kids to play Pass the Parcel his way. Yeah. What wasn't this episode before Pass the Parcel though? I I know. I'm just making a joke. Yeah. No. Well. No. I still love. I still love Pass the Parcel. Yeah, that is a good episode. And again, I was reading through TV tropes a few days ago, and I actually noticed something that you know, it's something. It's a really blink and you'll miss it thing. But they pointed it out because it really shows how strong Bingo and Leela's friendship is. Like, you know, we sure you, I know we already talked about that, but there's another moment they highlighted that. I couldn't notice until, unless you pause it really good. Because when they play Lucky's Dad's Rules the first time, when Bingo runs off crying to Chili, if you pause it right, you'll see Leela reaching out towards her, and she's tearing up too, because she's that she's sad for Bingo. Oh no, I gotta go back to that. Yeah, you, you really gotta pause it good, pause it good, because it's like a blink and you'll miss it. Uh, another episode, so the episode I want to bring up, and I'm sure y'all will agree with me on this, Granny Mobile. Yes! Fucking grannies, y'all. I yes, fucking that love was... the granny episodes. <laughs> God, there's just... I Especially since Muffin gets in on it. And, God, she she's the best fucking granny, too. She commits she to her role up, 100%. She straight up haggles <laughs> this old fucking lady out of her it's money so to help Doreen go on vacation, and it's fucking fire. Yeah. It is amazing. I have loved Muffin this season. I mean, Muffin's yeah. always a highlight, but especially this season with Daisy Talk Pizza Girls and Granny Mobile. Muffin is so funny. Yeah. I, I, still can't, I still can't get over the fucking little SC, SUV she's driving <laughs> in that episode. And what? God, that's so cute. That, the thing you were talking about with uh, Bluey and Leela. Yeah. Uh, Bingo and Leela, you mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, like, it's, it's something I wouldn't notice. It's something I wouldn't have noticed unless TV Tropes hadn't pointed it out. Yeah, no, I see it. <laughs> God, that's so cute. Uh, Chandler, you're making out okay? I'm going to give him a minute. Peepers. You sound. Uh, it's, you you sounded sound like you were underwater for a second. Ah. Oh no! It's, it's no, it's worse. Yeah, it's, it's worse now. Okay. Um. Wait, yeah, that's no. good. That's good. Better. Better. Okay. That's, that's good. Is it trying to pick up yeah, from? Yeah, it sounds. Yeah. Is it trying to pick up from the, the stupid 
headphones? Because I'm not like I, I I said it so it was a mic. Well, whatever whatever you whatever you did fixed it, so I just leave it at this. So I just did fixed it, and that was just unplugging the because this is still plugged in. Okay, so it was taking it from. All right, that's so weird. Right. You sound so, great now. Uh, yeah, no, you're fine now. Okay. Yeah, great. Right. It should fix the noise suppression if it picks up anything else, so that should be fine. Yeah, no problem. Okay, check out your right, so... uh, with, with That's the parcel. Oh, yeah, Matt. God. Um, well, I mean, uh, I, I, did we already talk about this part? Um, uh... Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah was, we uh, were talking about Pizza Girls other. now. We were talking about Pizza Girls. Oh, no, I thought we were still talking about, uh... Oh. Uh, what's it called? What that was? Oh, yeah, Granny Mobile. Oh, yeah. Because I do, do want to talk about that episode a bit. It's yeah. so... Yeah, so back to Granny Mobile. So the uh, general conceit of this is that Bingo and Bluey and, and, and Muffin help Do- are, are playing at Doreen's yard sale where, she try- where she's selling off a literal... Granny mobile, which of course is a mobilized wheelchair, and then this bitchy pug comes out of nowhere and starts roasting everybody. And she's objectively the worst Bluey character, I gotta say. Mm. I'm inclined to agree. Yeah. 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 I I just like, and just like this this lady is just absolutely horrible. And eventually, she gets into an argument with she gets into an argument argument with Muffin, and I guess she thinks Muffin really is an old lady because they straight up just start arguing about about the price of the uh, about the price of the Granny Mobile. Because basically, Doreen is trying to raise money to go on holiday by selling a whole bunch of this stuff, and. Um, Bandit and Chili keep telling her that she needs to go higher than what she's, um, taking, taking from people for this stuff. Cause she's just kind of like, oh, whatever you think it's worth, love. And then this bitchy pug comes by and she breaks a bunch of stuff and is like, I'm not paying for that. And, uh, ends up getting into an argument with Muffin thinking that Muffin's actually a granny. And it's just so funny. There's, th- me and Kit have this front and gag from the episode where, at at points, we'll just start screaming at each other. Nor you paint it. Nor you paint it. Nor you paint it. And just I exchange lives rent free in my head, and I just can't explain why. Yeah, it's was, so great. Yeah, season three. Season three is what I like to call the muffin redemption arc, almost because you know it's kind of like I know, I think one of you guys mentioned this on the last Louis episode, but she's starting to age out of being like a brat because I think. Facey talk is kind of like the last gasp of Muffin being a breast. <laughs> I love Facey talk so much. Well, she's starting to grow up. Yeah, yeah, because you know, yeah, because you know, Pizza Girls and in Granny Mobile, you know, she's a lot more subdued. You know, she's a lot calmer now. So again, Facey talk is kind of like that last gasp yeah. for her. She's committed to the character. <laughs> yeah. I hope we don't I mean, lose much of like quintessential muffin though, because I like her as a little ball of like condensed emotion and rage. Yeah. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong, I-, I want her to grow up and you know, but like, I just think she's so funny. Oh, <laughs> it's so uh, 
like, meanwhile, I, you have socks who, yeah, she talks now, but she's just completely calm and serene the whole time, yeah, especially in fucking facey talk. <laughs> I love that. You could, you could just, I, 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 try, I try to make it a point of like watching everything, all the screens at once, but you know, just focus on socks and she's just off in her own oh, little world, God. drawing the little flowers and the stuff and everything. Interesting point, by the way. Have you guys noticed we've never gotten a? Oh wait, I was gonna say that we've never gotten a sock centric episode, but I just remembered the Christmas episode uh, happened with the where she bites Santa. Miranda oh, Santa. Yeah. Oh god, I love Miranda Santa. Like yeah. that was a great episode, but it's easy to forget because Bluey does all the talking and stuff. Like, yeah. but I do want to see a socks episode now that she's starting to like come into her own as like you know transitioning from babyhood to toddlerhood. Yeah, really. Yeah, well, um, I know there was a short, one of the shorts they did, YouTube exclusive shorts they did called Honk, where like you know. Oh, I love Honk. Yes. Yeah. So that, that's not it. Yeah, for the listener, if you're not watching the uh, online exclusive shorts, they're equally as good as the show. Yes. That because was a- you have Honk and you have. Another episode, which is K9 News, which is one of the kids pretending to be a news anchor at Kindy. Oh, wait, no, not, not Kindy, at uh, Bluey's school. And, like, the kids are all doing, like, their own, like, weather forecast and stuff like that. And it's really cute. Yeah. And plus, yeah, like, I you loved know, it. And, uh, by the way, can we just, can we just, I just love the fact that Bluey and Bink, this is, this is a universe where Jingle Bell's Batman Smells is still a thing. Yeah, Batman and the Joker are canon in the Blueyverse. Yeah, because they, yeah, they, yeah, because you know one of the Christmas shorts they did was you know, like you know, Blue and Bingo are sneaking in to get a first look at their presents, but they give themselves away because they're laughing so much about singing Jingle Bells, Batman smells. In the mm-hmm. show's defense, though, I'm pretty sure that for the for shorts like that, they literally just have the microphones running while the kids are warming up for recording. Yeah, that's exactly so my just, belief. They bounce off of each other and sing like jingle bells or if it's like the kid who plays bingo she'll just sing one dog went to see the meadow or something like that yeah one man went to meadow. i think that i think that was actually on the audio taken from spy game because you know that's the same audio that bingo is singing as she's in the stall and band is waiting for her to come out <laughs> oh yeah, god so, yeah yeah can we actually talk about uh spy game Ooh, yes that's a good because that's that's one we haven't talked about before. I know that because I, I actually made a list of like all the episodes that we that the podcast has talked about in the past. So that way we don't really end up repeating ourselves so much. And Spy well, I Game, mean, there's still episodes that we haven't gone in the detail with, and like the yes. last episode that we can still yeah. get in the detail. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so Spy Game. That's the thing about Bluey. There's still so much to talk about with the yeah. show. Yeah. So uh, if I may, you could make this whole you could make this whole podcast about Bluey if you wanted to, but. It's Chandler's podcast, so well, there's already plenty of other podcasts that are bluey centric. So, yeah. guys, if I, if I, we, I think we need to do our own bluey centric episode, just like, you know, going through episode by episode, just talking about bluey and all that. That'd be pretty fun. Yeah, maybe someday. I'd vibe. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, Spy Game. Okay, so Spy Game is about these episodes, like you know, all the kids and their parents are at a barbecue, and you know, the kids are playing a little spy game because they want to make a potion that'll control the adults. But it goes to haywire when Bluey forces Bingo out of the game because you know, you know Bing, you know, Bluey's all like, Bluey, you're not, you're not, you know, you're Bluey, you're, Bluey, like you know, you're bossing me around and I don't like it. Well, if you don't like it, you can get out of here. And she realized that you know, oh, without, well, oh, without Bingo, um, all this, the game's going awry. I need to get her back. 
jeez, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. And I love, I love that it eventually, that the potion, quote unquote, eventually works, because the episode ends with the barbecue that the that the parents are having, just like devolving into just straight up chaos. Mm-hmm. And by the way, if 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 I were running a top secret organization, I would get Honey and Chloe to be my guards. Oh God, yeah. I I mean those I. I'm actually just realizing, too, this episode is technically a better version of the Butterflies episode. Yeah. Because it doesn't... Because it... Sorry, my brain. Because it does a better job of getting the conflict across without demonizing any specific character for it. Like, yeah, they're... Like, what they're doing is wrong, but they're still just kids being kids, you know? Plus, with butterflies, I just feel so horrible for Bingo. Yeah, that episode makes me sad because Bingo's oh, sad. I don't want her to be sad. Yeah. God, yes. Yeah, season season one, Judo was not a great character, but I guess we can use that as a jumping off point to talk about one of the newer episodes, Dirt. Dirt. Yes. God, Dirt is Dirt is so great. So this episode revolves around uh, Judo wanting to play with Bluey and Bingo in the dirt, but she can't because she's got long, luscious hair that her mom wants her to keep, you know, perfectly clean. And I, I just gotta say, the ending is just so, so sweet, where, spoiler, uh, Wendy and Wendy and Judo basically shave their fur off. Yeah. That's that. That is a wonderful episode. Like you know, like you know, um, you know, Judo. Like you know, uh, even even in butterflies. Like you know, um, uh, once once Bingo and Bluey finally get it through her head. Like you know, you know, you were being horrible to blue, to hold Bingo. That's why we. That's what. That's why we ran away from you. Like uh, you know, you know, she's kind. Of, you know, she does recognize that she did wrong in the end and wants to make it up to her. But so I guess. So so it's kind of nice to see like you know where you know she actually you know. You know Kind of their relationship has grown to the point, like you know, where they they want to play with judo, but you know, they want to do anything they can to make sure judo can still play with them. Yeah, and I love the extremes that they go to to make sure that judo can play with them to the point where they get her to dress up in a welding mask and all these like gardening accessories so she doesn't get dirty. But the problem yeah. is she can't run in them or move. <laughs> So it's so it's so cute. Also, it's it's rare that you get to see moments where but where Bandit and Wendy are actually civil to each other, which I am genuinely convinced that they actually do like each other. But for the sake of the bit and just keeping it up with the kids and like ragdoll, do not like each other. But even still, I don't want to say they hate each other. I mean, I don't get the vibe that they hate each other. I always got the vibe that it was just like a comedy thing between between them. Even yeah. in, even earlier, I don't think that if she genuinely thought he was showing her his ass, that she would not immediately call like the the HOA or whatever Australia has <laughs> if they weren't already he, friends. Like, I think what basically confirms this is that scene in Tina where uh, Bandit and and Chili are carrying Tina out. And they throw her in the car, and you see, uh, you see, they, they shut the car, and then you see Wendy completely shocked, and then Bandit's like, you didn't see anything. And then she runs away. We should mention Tina's imaginary, too. 
No, no, it, no dogs were harmed in the making of this of the show. Yeah, it's a Tina is Bingo and Bluey's imaginary friend slash bodyguard, and they basically use her as an excuse to do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, they they literally just and their parents just go with it for some reason. They literally let the kids run the house all day. Just to prove a point, I guess, but like that kind of happens sometimes yeah. when it's like, you know, they, they tell them one thing, but then there's a game and then it kind of ends up going a different direction. Uh, the other one that comes to mind that I know Miranda wanted to talk about is um, um, that one is Pavlova. Oh, yes, one of my favorites, actually. One of my favorite underrated ones. I don't think a lot of people like focused on Pavlova much, at least what I've seen. But I, I think did they prefer really omelet over it or something? Actually. What was that? Did they did they prefer omelet over it or just uh, the food one? Actually, a lot of people I've seen didn't like omelet. Yeah, I can understand that because problem. it's like a pretty frustrating episode, even if the moral's it, sweet. Yeah. It's a sweet moral, but Bandit, like, it's his birthday. Can you teach her this another day? <laughs> like, he's oh, hungry, God. and it's his birthday. If this was a normal day, I'd understand completely, but it's his birthday. And he just gave him a bad omelet, objectively. There was bits of things in there. <laughs> like, like, I, you know, I, I, I know, the kids are important. I understand that they want to do what they can to make Bingo happy, but, like, you could at least show her how to make an omelet instead of just doing it hands-on. Yeah. Like, Chili, chili obviously yeah. means well, but still. I mean, it's sweet until you think about the fact that Panto was sitting there for hours and then gets bits of shell in his omelet on his birthday. Yeah. That's so mean. Like, unnecessarily cruel. Zero stars. But anyway, Pavlova. <laughs> That's one of my favorite parenting episodes of the season, actually, because it covers an aspect of parenting that hits home if you're neurodivergent, which is your parents making you try things you don't like because oh, it's good oh, for you. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but consider this. I'm autistic and I don't want to eat that. Exactly. <laughs> I want to eat my safe food. And Bandit was, went out of his way to put on this ridiculous bit that gives Bingo agency to try the food that she wants. And it lets her try the thing that they wanted her to try in the first place. I like that a lot. I think it's an extremely underrated lesson. It really is. Funny. Yes. Bonjour. Je suis le chien. Bandit's broken wrench. <laughs> One one bit that I really like in that that I, I feel like nobody actually picked up on is in the in the intro of that episode, Bluey says something to Bingo and she tries to wink, and it's like it's like a perfect descript it's like a perfect depiction of how winking actually doesn't work half the time when you're trying to be sly to people like that. Damn it! I'm using my left eye. <laughs> Oh man! But yeah, Pavlova. It's Pavlova is like oh, he's on my left side again. <laughs> oh man, I'm seeing uh, episodes. Also, speaking of speaking of episodes that do things a little bit differently, stories. That's another good one. That one. And it ties into the Hamilton connection we uh, we teased earlier. Wink, wink, <laughs> wink, wink. Oh man. Yeah. So this episode. So this episode uh, revolves around Winton and uh, Winton and oh, Indy. Yeah, Winton and Indy. 
Yeah, it revolves around Winton and Indy trying to make a clay horse, but you know they're telling it like it's a like it's a regular story. And well, the one the one gag that really got me was the credits fake out at the beginning, <laughs> where, where Indy's like, you know what? No, I don't want to do this anymore. And then they just roll the credits, and then uh, and then uh, Calypso's like, now are you sure you want to do that? Like, no, we still have five minutes left. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I love I love too that there's a whole bunch of fake names that fake names on that on in the credits rather than the usual credits. Let me see what some of those names are. Hold on. I'm gonna pull that up real quick, just a sec. Oh, like for ex okay. So for example, you have in the animators section, Annie Matta, NB Tweener, D Sign, Intern, Daily Grind, Filmmaker, and Background. <laughs> it's so good. Editor, Thor E Board, just... Brock and Riggs, Renders, Rick Cording, Wyatt. But Brain. also the vibe of this. The vibe of this episode is just so unhinged because you have all these just fucking surreal moments. Like, Winton turns into a fucking car at one point. That was great. I love Winton in that episode. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, I'm going to be amazed if they don't make a Winton car toy out of that, quite frankly. It's primary. They need to. It's required. It is. Oh, man. And also, as I mentioned earlier, Lin, Lin Manuel Miranda has a cameo in this. As Major, as Tom, Major the horse. Tom the Horse. I'm loving the season three genre of parents who have kids that are like that have seen the show and are like, "I want to be on the show." Hey, can I? Uh, can I get in on this? I mean, that's how Slash ended up doing "Kick It Up a Notch" for Phineas and Ferb. Yes. Which is so I can't wait. I can't wait for the Weird Al appearance in season four. Oh my four. god, I hope so. Oh god, yes. I want a Weird Al dog. Yes. He can be a poodle. He can be a poodle, I mean, yes. It's poodle hat. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. This episode of Bluey is called Hardware Store. <laughs> oh, you, oh wait. Oh. Did oh, you wait, know no, that the camera barn. Barn. <laughs> As long Did as you know, end up paired with one of the main characters at the end yes. of the series. Yeah. Oh God, yes. Also, give also give Poodle Owl an accordion. Yes, yeah. of course. Um, now I'm of that fake Jessica Simpson interview. You know, Did you know that the poodle is the largest living mammal on Earth? In our hearts, it is. Mm. Yeah, my mom. My mom has a friend uh, who brought her dog over last week, and it's a poodle, but. Oh, it's not a poodle. I thought it was a poodle. It looks like a poodle, but it's just a massive dog, and they're just so cute. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm just looking over the list of episodes you suggested. Oh, wait. Um, I actually am oh, a... I made that big list. Can we talk about onesies? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Onesies. So, of all the episodes that dropped recently, I think this one is my favorite out of all of them, because 
it has everything that makes this show so good. It has chaotic moments. It has silliness. It rips your fucking heart out of your chest and just fucking stomps on it over and over again. Like, this is just... So, what's interesting about this episode is that it ties into Bluey's big play, which, uh, spoilers for that, has an arc where... Where they try, where Bluey and Bingo try to help Chili reconcile with her sister, uh, who was estranged, and this is where we meet her sister Brandy. And I just the way the way the episode handles the topic matter is just it it's subtle, but it it's subtle in the way that it doesn't come out of left field. But it just when you when it hits you, what's going on? It just rips your heart out. Yes, I mean, what? what yeah, makes... that episode really like is is probably a standout among some standouts. Yeah. Like, like I said, season three has been really, really strong, really tight. It, it feels like like they really are like getting the formula nice and tight. Like, not to say that like season one and season two weren't great, which they are. I mean, season two has sleepy time and flat pack, but you know, just. It feels more and more like they're really nailing what they want to do. I, I find there isn't as many moments like in season one where I was like, this is still good, but I'm not as interested. I find that almost every episode with like maybe one or two exceptions has had at least one moment where I've been like, yes, this is all I think about. This is all I'm going to think about until the next episode. Oh, man, yes. Uh, so, and again, the conceit of this episode is that uh, Chili's sister Brandy brings over onesies for the kids, and uh, Bingo gets a Bingo gets a cheetah onesie, and Bluey gets a zebra onesie, and, and, and we find out that Bingo really likes to get into character when she wears a onesie. Bluey says onesies make Bingo crazy. <laughs> oh, it's a method actress. Oh god! And we Bandit, the, the fucking role. professional, just automatically leans right into it. Not even knowing what's going on, the the moment he gets mauled by Billy, like he just like whatever the the kids are doing, he's like, I'm gonna roll with this. Wait, <laughs> so wait, that's why Bluey or Bingo is going to end up as an actor. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely, De definitely Bingo. You know, wait, what? Bandit, forget him. He's done for. <laughs> Bingo's going to drama school, and it's going, and she's gonna have a speech when she accepts an award. That's like, I have to thank my parents, especially my dad, for making sure that everything was method, because that's where I get this from. It's canon. Change my mind. Oh, I love it. Oh man. So I, uh, so I, should we mention what the uh, heavy topic of that episode is? We should. Yeah, I think we should. Yeah, because so. So, quick trigger warning. Uh, so, this is about miscarriages, and again, the way it's handled Actually, I, isn't, like, heavy-handed. And the way it's explained is just not talking down the children, but it's done in a way that can really help them understand what's going on in this situation. Because, as it turns out, the reason Chili and Brandy are estranged is because Brandy can't have kids. Yes. And um, she Tyler, wants, if I may interrupt, she wants that, but you uh, know, she can't have that. And the way that scene is conveyed is just, yeah. God, it just brings on the waterworks yeah, because somehow. you have, like, the the metaphor they set up is that you know, Bluey wants this cheetah onesie, but it doesn't fit her, and you know, she, 
Chill uses that as an analogy as to why Brandy hasn't been around. Yeah. Yeah, well, actually, if I may interrupt... going on, you have her playing with Bingo, and when Chili's in the middle of explaining it, Bingo runs away, and you just get this moment where Brandy is just alone and just doesn't know what to do, and God, the writing on this show is fucking phenomenal. Yes, um, if, if I may interrupt, I'm uh... I wouldn't okay. say I wouldn't say that Brandy had a miscarriage. I'd say that she's infertile. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. I'm I'm sorry. Yeah. If, if we're gonna talk about miscarriage, if we're gonna talk about miscarriages, that's gonna lead us back to the show because that episode implies that Chili had a miscarriage before she had Bluey. Which, you know, does say a lot about both sisters having um if they both have had infertility issues and it wasn't just Chili having sympathy pains for Brandy. Like, yeah. which is a theory I've seen. But if they both have infertility issues, it, it further it further contextualizes the reason that Brandy and Chili were estranged. Because, you know, not, however happy she was for her sister, it has to suck that you and your sister went through the same possible fertility issues. And she managed to have the thing that you want, but you seem you can't have. It adds an element of, like... If 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 uh, if Chili also has these issues, then like it adds an element of why were you able to finally have your miracle baby and I can't. Yeah, exactly. And just like the way that they set that up, like especially with the implication that Bluey is a rainbow baby, it's just God. The writers deserve more credit for this. For sure, Quite as good as um as Sesame Street is at making hard topics easy for kids to understand yeah i i agree and it's just like god again i i i'm repeating myself but give this show awards for for god's sake yes i think it has like of all the shows that need to be award bait this is at the top of the list by the way uh... like look at what bandit and chili's voice actor is getting to be on like like does this happen for most kids shows yeah i think the only show that have had that happen was the Blue's Clues movie promotion for Paramount Plus. But, like, even then, like, that has years of nostalgia put into it. Bluey is a fairly new show and has more acclaim than, like, I'd argue even things like The Owl House and things that skew much older. Bluey has been skewing all audiences and getting, like, mainstream acclaim that even those shows aren't really, like, getting to have. In terms of animation, it is a joke for both the United States and Australia. So I would, like, an award is not only possible, it's inevitable, really. So what you're saying is that shows about blue dogs have such a fucking hold on us. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to be in the parade, which is something that, like, Spongebob balloons are in the parade. You don't just get a parade. Get a yeah. parade balloon. And oh, God. I believe... Who's, who's Big City Adventure is a good movie, too, by the way. Go check that out. Oh, mm-hmm. totally. I highly recommend it. The both yeah, and yes, just yeah. like Bluey, you will try watching it. Yeah. I, I actually am... A, I'm, I'm currently an artist in the Bluey zine. Yeah, and, nice. And one of, my, one of my pieces, I'm thinking, is going to be something with Blue and Blue. Oh, it's oh pop- yes. On my short list, the only reason I'm not sure is because I'm not sure if I'm allowed to put uh, Blue and Bluey together. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to put different shows, and if not, I have to go with my original idea of doing another book cover homage. But if, oh, I, so but if I do get to, that's what I wanted to do. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, real quick, I gotta go turn my uh, lights on, so I'll be back in a sec. Um, 
Can I suggest Thanks, an episode? Daylight savings time. Yep. Yeah. Uh, suck. Can I suggest an episode to talk about? Um, if I could suggest an episode we could talk about, um, I know we talked about um uh, how Tina is one of those episodes where Bluey and Bingo use their games to get their parents to do whatever they want. But there's also another episode from season three that does that. So if you don't mind, everybody, could we make some magic? <laughs> it's funny because that's the name of the episode. Yes. I'm in the comedy. Uh, oh, I love magic. I think that's a really fun one. I, I really like it. And I, I really like the moment where... Uh, you see, like, Bandit and Pat not really get it for a second. It's so rare to see the mask slip where it's like, what are they doing? <laughs> so I just thought that was a fun little moment. Because, like, there's no way they would have known what the magic was. So it's like, I like that they just had a second of exchanging a glance. And it's like, oh, oh, we have to be in character now, right? Bam. And I love how overly dramatic the final battle between Bluey and Chili is. That is just incredible. I love how over the top they're taking it and how seriously they're taking it. It's re it's really funny to me how method they all get at all times ever. Yeah. That is a that is a performing arts family waiting to happen. Yes, exactly. And by the way, I'm uh, oh, I'm talking about magic. Yes. Oh yeah. And by the way, version I'm... J.K. Rowling versus the the, the Chad Bluey. Yes. And by the way, I'm uh, I I know I know Fantasmic just got updated to Hollywood Studios, but when are we going to get an update where instead of fighting Maleficent, Mickey Mouse has to take down a power-hungry Bluey? Yes! Oh my god, giant, giant nighttime Bluey animatronic when? And plus, the, the ending is Bingo, plus the, plus, the way Bingo literally takes down Bluey at the end is basically the equivalent to, you know, you may think you're so powerful, well, uh, this is my dream! <laughs> This episode of Bluey is called Some Imagination, huh? <laughs> uh, and and that episode inspired me so much because now I have magic. If I snap my fingers, you all have to give me 10 bucks on Patreon so I can go buy the new Pokemon game. Huzzah! <laughs> there, it's magic. Yeah, I, dollars. that's something I'd love too. I don't have a Switch. And plus, Emma, can, I just, can, can I just say that? I just love that what gets Bingo to turn against Bluey is Bluey bossing her around. Because, like, you know, you've done that to me so many times. You know, you think you think you can get keep getting away with bossing me around? You've done that so many times. I'm getting sick of it. So, screw you. You, you're getting defeated. Yeah, I love that. It's, it's still a cute dynamic, though. Oh, and another good thing about that episode. Bandit and Pat fucking dancing with each other. They do the Shut dirty dancing thing. Go. Now, it's so good. And then Bandit lifts Pat up at the end too. Yeah. He holds him up. Uh, yeah, it's the dirty dancing him, thing. He holds him up with both hands. It's the dirty <laughs> dancing thing. Dirty dancing thing because it's so funny because they're both from the eighties, which is not would <laughs> have guessed from the. I wouldn't have pegged them as forty, but cool. Yeah, nobody puts Bandit in a corner. No, I'm not saying it's like. Yeah, I, I always yeah. thought they were parents from the 90s. Like, that's the vibe I always got until fairy tale. But, like, oh, so they are making, so they're making 80s references, which makes sense because they're from the 80s. Continue. <laughs> it's not the 80s, Pat. Oh, man. But, you know, I, I do also want to talk about some of the, uh, 
some of the uh, kind of more subtle, laid-back episodes. Like, another one you suggested, Miranda, was Turtle Boy, which is a really, really good one. Oh. Dougie is a good boy, and he deserves all the love. Oh, God, yes. This, 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 is one, this is one where nothing really happens other than Bingo hides a turtle toy, and it's just the way they set up this this relationship with the toy blue with the toy bingo and later Dougie is just so sweet. Yeah. And we never and we never get to find out who the original owner of the toy is and if they even come back. So sweet. Uh like if if I didn't I I I, I kind of like the idea of Bingo and Leo being like slow burn friends to lovers, but Oh. If that's not the case, the imagine the meet cute between Dougie and Bingo if they both go to the park to play with Turtle Boy at the same time. Oh my god, yes. Uh, you know what? Bingo has two paws. And we should mention, too, that this is some really interesting uh, representation of the deaf community. More specifically, the Auslan Sign Language. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I love that. And I love that it's specifically Aus sign language. I mean, I know this is a very Australian show, but they could have easily, like, like, but they could have, like, well, maybe not easily, but it just feels like something that they would have to keep in mind because they have such a large American audience, but they decided to do Auslan instead. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of, we're kind of like in a renaissance for Auslan depiction in children's shows because not only are we having Turtle Boy with Louie, but Emma Watkins, she who was once part of the Wiggles, she's doing her own. Auslan based children's show called Emma Memma. Emma Memma, yeah, that's right. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, Which I think I think that's better because the Wiggles are kind of falling off. Hot take, but like they're not they're not as good as they used to be. It's more about the merch than it is the music now. Play the Wiggles. I mean, it's not. A... Oh, what was that? I said I can't believe the Wiggles broke up. I'm so sad. Oh, I know. Oh. It, it'd be one thing, but it, it just it feels like um, too many members were changed out, so it's like um, they're, it's more about the brand than the people. Yeah. Uh, the, the ship of Theseus question. Yeah, because, you know, like, you know, again, the Wiggles essentially is almost a family-run business because it's mainly the fields running the thing, so... If Anthony retires, like, you know, I think it's going to be like, you know, I think we're going to close the curtain on the Wiggles altogether. Well, I mean, not a Lucia, his daughter is part of the group as well. Maybe she'll carry it on, but I'm not really sure. Fair. I mean, that is, I mean, that is pretty cool that he's gotten his daughter into it, but I, I kind of, I, I hope she's doing it willingly at least. Yeah. And not because dad wants to get her on stage or whatever. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so what other episodes do you um, guys want to talk actually, about? Actually, if, if, if I could step away for a quick minute, guys, I'm, uh, I, I hate, I, I, I'm, I don't really, I'm, I hate to do, I, I hate to admit this on the pod, on a podcast, but I need the dunny. <laughs> oh man, Matt needs the dunny. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, dunny. no, we can take, we, you know, we can take a quick break. Yeah, by the way, we are allowed to say dunny, right? Yes, you are allowed to say dunny. Uh, if the censors allow it. <laughs> Well, I mean, well, I mean, the queen. Well, I know the queen wouldn't say it, but she's dead. Huzzah! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, imagine if that episode came out today. <laughs> Bluey just sh- Bluey just shuts 
Chili down by saying, yeah, well, the queen's not alive anymore, so ha! I'm really hoping that, um, that at some point in season two of The Ghost of Molly McGee, we happen to see the queen's ghost in a background shot. Oh, God. I was listening to At Home with the Dogginses, and Dave was talking about uh, how the first showing of uh, Where the Al Yankovic movie came out the night the Queen died. Uh, which, quick question uh, Who here hasn't seen Where the Al Yankovic movie? Story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, you get, yeah, but still. Uh, who here hasn't seen it? I think we've all seen it at this point. Uh, yeah. I, I, okay. Yeah, because there's there's that scene at the end with the photo montage where the queen is giving Al the noogie, and Dave mentions that the audience who saw it kind of went, "Huh, who's that?" Oh, uh -uh. and there was just like this awkward tension for a minute, and they were almost gonna cut that out of the movie when they, when they were showing it because there was whole there was this whole behind the scenes snafu of whether or not they should edit, edit it out last minute, and they didn't. So. I'm back. Dunny's free if anyone else needs it. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll check that later. Matt, we were just talking. Uh, we're going to see if we can wrap the episode up relatively soon because uh, oh. Chandler and Miranda have stuff they got to do. Oh, well, before we go, I just mentioned that because can we actually talk about that episode, Dunny? Oh, what? Oh, yes. Yeah, I love That's that episode. It is a good episode. Because yeah, the basic scene is like, you know, it's just the family lying in bed together. And they're just, basically the whole episode is Jim trying to get mom to say Dunny because she doesn't like the word Dunny. Which, Dunny's not a bad word. That's totally fine. You're, you're fine with saying Fluffy, but you're not fine with saying the word Dunny? What? It, it, the queen wouldn't say it, but she's dead, so... <laughs> <laughs> Take we that. can say whatever we want now. Who cares about King Charles? <laughs> Not me. I'm gonna say Dunny when I want. Uh, yeah, because yeah, I'm I'm just gonna say it. Charles is pro Charles is probably gonna fuck up the monarchy so bad that England becomes a constitutional republic again. Oh man, I can't wait to see the episode of Bluey where they deal with the ramifications of that. <laughs> oh God. Oh my God. Well, the fact that they have to queen? explain to Bluey and Bingo why their money is changing. Oh no. It's Wait. like, hey, Blue Bingo, we should probably talk to you about this thing that happened <laughs> and why yeah. our money looks different now and why there's a really gross corgi on it instead of the fancy corgi. Yeah. Well, don't... kids, you see, her and Grandpa Bob are really good friends now. <laughs> oh, no. Guys, but, but guys, honestly, I honestly think Charles is going to do such a lousy job as king that England becomes, uh, like, you know, abolishes the monarchy once again. Oh, jeez. Yeah, probably. I mean, if he doesn't die quickly enough for Will and Kate to get in there, because they at least have some goodwill. So he has, to last fair he has to last a fairly little while. But if he does, he might bring down the monarchy, which is good news. We here at the Bluey Podcast do not support the monarchy. <laughs> the podcast without an acronym so, do not support the monarchy. I know. I said yeah. the Bluey because we're all on it right now. So, speaking of Grandpa Bob, I think we should cap this episode out with fairy tale at least. Oh. Yes. Yes. Because that's a very that's a very interesting episode, I think. And I and I want to hear what you guys think. The eighties, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I 
I'm going to be in the minority here. I, on the one hand, this episode does have a good moral and it has a very sweet ending, but there's just something about it that just kind of puts a bad taste in my mouth regarding, you know, just how Kid Bandit is treated. Like, it, it kind of feels to me, and, you know, I more than likely am wrong on this, and I will gladly own up to that, but it kind of feels like he's being gaslit by his entire family, you know, just for acting like a shitty kid. Well, I mean, he, they did say, like, you know, you know, you treated, you, you mistreated your brother all the time, like, you know, and so, like, that's why Rat has to step in and jinx him, because, like, you know, it's the only way you're going to learn if you stop being a dick to little Stripe. Yeah, but at the like, same time, like, everyone else is just being, like, needlessly cruel to him. And there's, like, I, I will mention, too, there is a joke in this episode that I'm not going to say what it is, but it was actually kind of triggering to me. <laughs> and I guess that kind of soured my opinion on this episode as a whole, and for that, I'm sorry. But... Yeah, it's like, uh... No, it's, it's understandable. You see, for me, I, I, I look at this episode from the lens of this was before the kind of parenting that Bandit would do, Bandit and Chili. And I like to see it as sort of, um, like, sort of, uh, what's, how can I put this? Uh, I also see it as, like, a meta of how cartoons would handle certain subjects back in that time as well. Yeah, that's true. Like, I will it, say it, it is a very accurate portrayal of the 80s. Yeah. And it feels like a mean little 80s type of TV joke. Yeah. And for that, it's like, I can understand it because we know it, it's not that like they approve of it because they don't pant their kids that yeah, way. Yeah, it's like you know. Yeah. It's, it's oh the no, 80s. yeah, Miranda, I'm the glad you understood what joke I was talking about. Yeah, it's the '80s. Moms were allowed to it be mean. It feels like an '80s episode of television in the sense all the '80s scenes feel like they would come from the '80s, and for that reason, I I like it, even though I don't like that joke either. But yeah. I understand it as like I'm willing to take it as like the kind of joke that would be in an '80s TV show. I feel like I feel like if you cut that specific joke out, uh, it would be I, I would like the episode a little bit more, but at the same time, I kind of think it's a tad too mean spirited for an otherwise you know wholesome show. But that's that's just me. No, yeah, I get it. Like I said, taking it as the lens of like this was a different time, the eighties itself. It's a lot easier to take the episode for me because, like I said, it feels very 80s. And, yes. like, so I, I can accept it from that lens. Like, the gentle yes. parenting thing was not a thing in the 80s. If y'all remember that TikTok that was going around of that old commercial that tells you, have you hugged your kid today? Oh, God, that one. I like to call that have one the fucking trauma. No, I call that, I call that fucking PSA the trauma bonding PSA. Because that's what it fucking is. It's nuts. Yeah, you know, if you're angry with your kid, don't fucking hit them with a sandal, Chris. Just hug your child. It's like, hey. it reminded me of that when I saw it. Hey, it's the 80s. Moms were It's the 80s. Moms were allowed to be mean. Oh, God. Yeah, God. they kind of were, <laughs> which is kind of sad. Oh yeah, boy, the, uh, I... the that our parents went through. <laughs> the alert, do not condone child abuse, obviously. Obviously. We hear in this episode of the podcast without an acronym. Do not support. Do not we do condone child, child abusers abuse. to choke, though. Uh, so, so, yeah, I uh, take it with that. 
the context, I oh, like it because it's so not Louis. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that is fair. I mean, I. I think yeah. it's an interesting contrast to obviously it's such a. And it was an interesting way to cap off the first part of that season, yeah. I think, too. And I will oh. say, too, the ending bit with Chili and Bandit is so fucking sweet. Yes. I love it. I love it. Although, oh, think about and that. She's dressed as She Rots here. That's, that's a pretty interesting touch. Yeah. Uh, that episode actually did make oh, me yeah. think about the, the Baby Race episode. Oh, yes. Oh, baby. It made me think about the episode both because of emotions, but also because it kind of shows it kind of shows that this uh, interpretation of Chris is very accurate because she wanted to put the baby oil and the, and the gravel to make Louie walk. And I'm like, oh, my God. And this oh, turned Mellow yeah, out. Was fucked. <laughs> yeah, and then it's old school. Actually. Especially, like, when she's still talking in mid-sentence and Bandit and Chili just fucking sneak off. <laughs> yeah, it's like, we love you, Mom. You're great. We're not letting you alone with the kids until you stop all this this olive oil and gravel nonsense. This isn't the 80s <laughs> anymore. Well, this is not the 80s. That's not legal. You don't get to do that. <laughs> You're never... Your mom's... Your nana's old school. Your nana's old school. She's so old school, you could argue... She's from the 80s. <laughs> but yeah, Bandit and Chili are so sweet. I love them. Favorite couple. Best couple. We, we stand. Perfect marriage. I love them. I was also thinking of doing a Say Anything poster with them for my Louisine yeah. entry. Do it. Because I already did Bluey, at, at Bluey uh, Winnie, Judo, and Honey as the Babysitter's Club. For one of my Ooh, yeah, I saw that one's cool. Yeah, I love that one. So you know, it would go well to have a thing with Teen Teen Chili doing the say anything or something, or another movie yes. bestie. Oh God, you know, no, it needs to be it needs to be uh, Bandit holding the boombox. Oh, <laughs> perfect. It to be. It's right. It's perfect. Oh, you're so right with a mullet because he had one. Okay. Oh, oh god! You know what? Bandit looked fine with the mullet. Everybody's just mean. Yeah, sheepdog. Let's talk about. So I don't know what people were talking about. Uh, can we actually talk about sheepdog? Wait, can we actually talk about sheepdog? Oh yeah. Yeah. So basically, the idea is that you know, Chili is overwhelmed, and she says to Bandit, "Look, just give me twenty minutes by myself, okay?" So he's like, oh, "Okay, let's play that really annoying game that I hate playing, but you like playing." But Blue is like, "You know, well, wait. I want to see Mom. Like, you know, is she angry with me?" And so the, oh, the episode, God, yeah, that was, yeah, the, the moment Chili and, and Bluey have is just so sweet. Like this episode of Bluey is called "Prioritizing Self Care." Yes. yes. Oh, Listen, man. sometimes you just need twenty minutes. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. So Bandit gets really into playing Sheepdog, and yeah, this is this is, I guess, <clears throat> part of the Wendy redemption arc because. You know, she eventually under because when she gets wrapped up in the game, she eventually finds out that you know Chili needed some time away from the girls, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I can understand that." But also, Bandit has no fucking chill in this episode at all. He will do anything for his wife, even if it means having no chill. 
like that the devotion to his partner to be like i'm going to be as annoying as possible on purpose just so my wife can rest it's a sweet it's a sweet thing i love bandit as a tv dad and a tv husband because i just I cannot see the devotion that he puts into, like, just making sure she can have 20 minutes at the expense of literally anything else. His dignity, his mullet, his everything. This guy's not only had Born Yesterday, but it also had Sheepdog. So, uh, the willingness to play along with his kids so much. He plays along so much. That Curry Quest, this is, like, one of my favorite seasons for Bandit playing along. <laughs> oh god. I love Curry Quest. I love Curry Quest. I love archaeologist bandit with oh, his Curry with Quest his is doctorate. So I remember seeing that. When he, when he, when he tells doctor. Bingo that she's his hero, I just fucking oh, that really broke me. I cried actual tears. Because I just I love that. I love my dad. I love her dad. I want to be on his health insurance, please. Oh man, yeah, this show, this this show just it's it's magic. That's what it is. Yeah. The airport. And we haven't actually I seen it, have we? Archaeologist Bandit made me die of laughter because, <laughs> and not because of the short itself, although that was funny because he ate the bone and it's very funny. But it was also funny <laughs> because I saw it on TikTok and all these people are like, "Excuse me, Bandit's a doctor. He's a doctor, <laughs> <laughs> sir, yeah, sir, fucking sir, you're a doctor." And that was really funny. Really works at the airport, doesn't she? Oh yeah, she does. Yeah, she's a sniffer dog. <laughs> I lo- I love that. It's kind of like, it's kind of like a BoJack Horseman show. This is a this is this is a one of those rabbit hole things, and it's kind of a you know sort of like it's sort of like the Cars universe, but also also I'm I'm laughing just thinking about it because I'm thinking about the. The um, defunct land episode that just came out, where where nine eleven keeps coming up, I'm like, wait, there was not there, there was a nine eleven in this universe. There was a nine eleven, or at the very least, it implies that there's a there's a lot of there's there's enough drugs to where she needs to be a sniffer dog, which is very funny because <laughs> it just makes me imagine a Breaking most Bad people, in the most people in this universe don't even wear clothes usually, so. Makes me wonder how they hide those drugs that Julie needs to sniff out. Oh, man. Like I said, I'm just imagining a Breaking Bad in the Blue Universe. <laughs> it's 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 that crystal kibble. It's that crystal kibble. Also, has everyone what happened the, the Defunct Land um, episode that just came out the other day yet? Yeah. Yeah. No, oh my god. Poetic cinema. It is phenomenal. It is no, but there, there were like I so can't. many other Express Yourselves. I'm pretty sure there were multiple, like, Back is oh, yeah. like it wasn't all of them filmed on that one all the day. All 11 ones clearly oh, were because everyone's wearing the same stuff. So many mm-hmm. I was not expecting that much 9 11 in my Disney Channel theme song. Like, I, I love, I love, I love not to spoil it too much, but I love when he's first watching those and then he's like, What? You just see the, the, the reaction because obviously, like, or 9/11, I was but he's like, What? What? The, I, I'm so just like it's it's so jarring. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna watch it after this. It is amazing. Yes. All right. Well, uh, I think it's probably about time for us to wrap up. Uh, does anyone have anything they want to plug? 
Uh, All right. So over on Channel KRT sometime, I'm guessing hopefully next week at the latest, we're actually going to be talking about another blue dog who has a hold on us. Blue yes! from Blue's Clues. We're going to be talking about... Yes, because we're going to be talking about uh, Blue's Big Musical on the main feed, and we're also going to be talking about our thoughts on Blue's Big City Adventure on our Patreon and our Ko-Fi, so go check those out. And yeah, we actually have exclusive minisodes on our Patreon and Ko-Fi. Uh, you can pledge to us at the $5 level once a month on Patreon, or you can buy at minisodes individually on our Ko-Fi. So yeah, check those places out. Oh, yeah, I can't wait because I can't wait to hear the episode because I loved Blue's Big Musical when I was a kid. Please give us our money. Please so give us your that. money. I can't wait. I'm excited. Uh, yeah, I also spoiler, like that Blue, is just, uh, that Blue is just like Bandit's American cousin. So, <laughs> yes. Like, oh, so Bluey can meet Blue one day, maybe while they go to New York and be like, oh, hey, kiddo, this is my cousin Blue. Boop, 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 boop. And this oh, is my I... friend Steve. The, 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 yeah, well, Chandler, you can cut this out, but, like, this topic, like, doing Blue's Big Musical is probably the most nostalgia I've ever had for a KRT topic. Like, I was just grinning from ear to ear recording the episode. I can't wait for y'all to hear it. Yeah. I'm really excited to hear you guys talk about it. I, I keep I keep wanting to bug uh, Kit and be like, hey, so uh, when are you going to have me on for that Press Gang episode you promised three years ago? <laughs> I'm <laughs> oh, waiting. God, three years now. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. waiting. Eyes emoji. Oh yeah, no, we're gonna do. Yeah, we are gonna we are gonna do it next year. It's just the problem is like we've just no, yeah, I, I don't mean like all over the place with schedules. Uh, speaking I, of I which, thing. Um, while we're here, speaking of which, um, when are you gonna let me back? When are you when are you guys gonna let me back on to talk about Bear in the Big Blue House again? Oh, I was thinking gibberboosh for your next episode. Oh yes, because <laughs> yeah, oh. I have that on the list. Because just. It, it just, it's just, it just gives me such fucking Tim and Eric energy. Yes, that's exactly what I said. But yeah, yeah. Just, do you I, guys know what gibberboosh is? No, I've never heard of that. It's, it's bad. It's literally a fucking. It's, it's a fucking. Uh, <laughs> so the main character gibberboosh is basically a blue dust bunny from the big comfy couch, and the whole show is filmed in some guy's house, and. It just has, like, the lowest budget imaginable, and just... Yeah, I can't wait to do a fucking episode on oh, it. So, so, I was just saying, like, you know, doing Bear again, like, you know, because Bear is now on Disney+, Plus, and I was thinking it would be fun to do, like, what you guys did with Adventures in Wonderland when that came to Disney+. Plus. Ooh, yes. Yeah, we would have we done that for uh, Halloween, but we were gonna do yeah. Mad Monster Party in place of that, and I had my girlfriend and, on and for that episode. Grinch Night and all, then, of course, Joel yeah. Bass died, and we did Grinch Night. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Well, we are doing Mad Monster Party next year, though. I will yeah. say that. Ooh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert: It's not a good movie. Yeah. So, um, uh, anyways, um, uh, I'll can I do my plug now? Yeah, go ahead. Um, sadly, um, uh, um, you can find me on YouTube at Itchy Lot Productions, and you can find me on Twitter at Itchy Lot Prods. And I'm gonna say right here, I am very sad to announce that. I'm not going to go ahead with doing the Parks panel reaction video. Not only because there's been some audio issues and everything, but also it involves uh, one of the participants was someone who I never want anything to deal with ever again. God, I, I wish I knew sooner about what you mm -hmm. said in that panel. I'm really sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah. So I'm not going to do that. But I, I can promise you this. I, 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 told, I, I said this before, but I'm going to Disney World this December. 
and I intend to make a vlog out of it. So expect that. Yes. Soon. Um, okay, just just so you know, you have to ride Cosmic Rewind with Chandler. Oh, I intend to. I'm, by the way, Chandler, I'm going to be at Epcot on the 6th of December, so we got to get out yeah. together. But anyways, I, I mentioned this also on my Twitter page, but once I get done with the Walt Disney World vlog, I intend to do a series called Ranking the Magic, where I, to celebrate 100 years of the Walt Disney Company, I intend to go through all 62 animated films that have been produced during Walt Disney's the first 100 years of Disney in the business, from Snow White and the Seven Doors to Wish. Mm -hmm. So, so that's gonna be. So, I'm just gonna go through that, ranking everyone as I go along. I'm not gonna do it numerically. I'm gonna do like you know the tier maker S A B C D F ranking because it'd be physically impossible to numerically rank them. So yeah, expect my uh, Walt Disney World blog and ranking the magic coming soon to Itchy Lot Productions. Huzzah! And by the way, I can't. And by the way, you'll you'll probably hear me on the next time we talk about Bluey on this podcast. So look out for that. Bluey four coming in 2023. I am very sure. So mm -hmm. absolutely. Yeah, we have to talk about three C somewhere. Yes. Yeah. And besides, there's still a bunch of episodes from there's still a bunch of episodes we still haven't talked about yet. From not just from season three, but from the, the first two seasons as well. Yeah, and I'm sure we'll yeah, find some other things Bluey related to talk about when uh, when Disney finally markets this goddamn show. Exactly. Oh, Matt, one more thing you gotta come go. Come on, to Bob Iger, come through with the Bluey ride. Matt, one more thing you got to do when you're in Disney. If you go to Disney Springs, you got to go to Amaretto's. Mm, okay. Yeah, I already... Chandler took, Chandler took oh, me there. Yeah. Uh, he took me in my aunt, and It was delicious. Okay. I, I, I already have plans to like, go to Blaze Fast Fire Pizza oh, for um, a Ooh, dinner. Because, yeah. again, it's it's Subway for pizza. What what part of that isn't cool? It's like Chipotle for pizza. So, that's what I always say. I, I say it's yeah. Subway because you know, like, you get to make your own pizza. Like You get to say what you put want on it. Yeah, so Deluxe Burger, that's good too. Yes. Oh. Yeah, um, so I was just thinking about that. I'll make a note of that right now. Um, Amaretta's Amaretta's uh, Patisserie is that in like uh, the Springs or yes. Town Center? It's in it's in Springs. I I know, but where like Town Center, Pleasure Island, uh, Marketplace. Uh, let me see. I think it, I think it's Town Square. Okay. Because it was close to the it was close to the bus stop that uh we, we came off of so. All right. Yeah, it's very, it's very good, though. I'm on Twitter at the Nick Fan Club. I'm I'm Scott Sandler ninety four on disc on Instagram. My Discord is uh, Ranger Scott ninety four, and I've been uh, contributing to Paramount uh, What's on Paramount Plus, uh, which is at What's on P Plus on Twitter. I've uh, I've contributed to them, and I'm, I've been averaging over an article a day for Culture Sway, including uh, lately the obituaries for both Kevin Conroy and Jason David Frank. Yeah, rest, God, just, this has been a horrible month in terms of losses. Just, but on, sucked. on the brighter side, I, I also wrote up their article for... Uh, the KPEC firing and the newest Doctor Who companion. Uh, the Goodbye, Ruby Sunday. I've been holding on this joke for so long. And there's probably going to be one in the show, oh, too. It's over. I mean, what? Nothing. Um, <laughs> I've, uh, I've also spotlighted... Uh, about half of the half of a dozen of the new Pokemon in Scarlet and Violet that weren't released 
that weren't revealed in the marketing. Um, rest in peace, rest in piss, thirteenth doctor. Wait, what? <laughs> and right now, I'm working on uh, the Top Gun Paramount Plus, the Top Gun Maverick Paramount Plus release date. Um, and uh, a review of uh, oh, and I also reviewed uh, Louis Big City Adventure for them. Yes. All right. So my my thing's pretty simple. You can follow me on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Tumblr on with my handle Carousel Unique. I do a lot of art. I take commission. Uh, in uh, January, you'll probably be able to see, see both of my Bluey Zine pieces and spread those around. And yes. if you anything cute from different cartoons or your OCs drawn for things, come to me. I do like money. It helps me afford my expensive art school. Huzzah! Yes. So yeah, uh, I don't have anything particularly special planned. I don't have any fancy highfalutin articles or podcasts. I just have art things. I want to commission you to draw Molly McGee in the bluey style. Ooh, I will yes. do that happily. With Bell. You know where I live. In, on, in, on the internet. What kind of dog would she be? I'd probably find it, try to find a breed native to her, uh, to her region. Well, because she's half Thai and half Irish. I'd probably try to do some sort of mixed breed then. Yeah, I always think it's cute to like, cute. when I do people in the bluey style or things... Because uh, I've gotten a few commissions for, like, bluey sonas and, and the like. What I tend to do is to find their dog and make them into, like, their dog's breed. Or ask them, hey, where are you from? I'll do a little tippy-tap research and do a dog breed from that. Because I oh, always I Yeah, I do cute things. You can follow me on Twitter at Starport97 and at the YouTube channel Starport97. As well as this podcast at Ad Podcast Acronym. If you like this and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe. I'm on all the usual places, Google Play, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and I'm now available on iHeartRadio and Audible. Leave us a review, give us five stars, and share us with your friends. I've got a handful of episodes of my flagship show, Theme Park Backlot, on my YouTube channel. I also visited a whole bunch of parks across the Midwest last summer, and I'm slowly working on getting those vlogs finished. The Holiday World video is finally out, so definitely go check that out. I'm working on getting the Cedar Point video edited, but I don't know how long that's going to take me. And I will definitely be making more videos about my more recent trips that I've taken, but I have to get through the backlog of old stuff I haven't edited yet first before I do those. Some of those parks are actually parks that I also visited last year, so... If you want to support me even more, be sure to check out my new and improved Patreon! That's right, I actually have a Patreon again. Patreon.com slash Starport97. Just a dollar a month gets you early access to new episodes of this podcast one day early, and new videos at least one week early. Sometimes more if I haven't finished the next one quite on time. And be sure to join us next time when we talk about Zootopia Plus, right here on the Podcast Without a Cool Acronym. Hey,